welcome back to the Football Unfocused Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Austin West, joined by my co-host, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Hello. Glad to be back for another week of Football Unfocused, baby. And this week, we finally get the third member of the Friday Afternoon Club, the second member to make it on, well, onto Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Coach Jake Mandelko. Hello, gentlemen. I'm excited to uh, to be on from my, my home office, safe, uh, safely social distancing from everyone else. And as we all are back our home offices, and this is, we're taking a little break here. I just saw this uh, last week, a long time ago when we first started this podcast, we started doing the rated five stars on Apple Podcasts at the beginning to like boost a little interaction with our fans. And for a while, we didn't get any after like November 7th to be exact, 2019. And on March 4th, 2020, we finally got another five-star rating. And it is from Crazy underscore Disco saying, Football Unfocused is awesome. Really enjoy the show and hosts Austin and Lavelle. I like their insight and how they always keep the show entertaining. This is probably the greatest football podcast in the world. Great show, great hosts, great times. Check it out. So thank you to Crazy Disco for that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's been a long time since we got one of those. Yes, shout out to Crazy Disco. I wonder who that is. But um, yeah, yeah, thank I think you. that's the first one we haven't known who it is. Actually. Yeah, like, usually we know who they are, mostly. Yeah. Well, we'll kick it off with introducing Coach Mandelko. He's our defensive coordinator at Buena Vista University, also cornerbacks coach as well. So he gets to deal with yes, Lavelle's all the time. <laughs> and I'm sure Lavelle enjoys that, and so does yes. Coach Mandelko. Coach, oh, without coach a doubt. And so coming in this, we know, Coach Delic, your favorite team is the Falcons. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your Atlanta Falcons? So I guess, um, you know, I, I, like you said, I am a Falcons fan. Um, our, our Some of our biggest claims to fame are um, losing two Super Bowls and one in heart rate, our heart-wrenching fashion. Um, you know, I uh, – I became a Falcons fan um, shortly after they drafted or right about when they drafted Michael Vick. Um, before that, I was kind of a free agent. I was always a Randy Moss fan. So I kind of liked watching him play. I, I loved Deion Sanders as a kid. So I liked to watch, watch him play. So I kind of liked the Falcons a little bit when I was young. Um, and then, you know, like to watch him with the Niners. You know, they were always exciting to watch. Um, I liked him a little bit with the Cowboys. It was more him than it was necessarily the Cowboys. And then, uh, you know, I was just kind of, I kind of cheered for players instead of, instead of teams. And then when uh, the the Falcons drafted Vic, I I decided that was going to be my team full, full go from there. Um, You know, another team that I kind of liked as a child was, was uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And a lot of that was because Randall Cunningham. And I, I, apparently I just, I get really excited about athletic dudes at quarterback that can make plays. So uh, that's kind of, I guess, where my uh, allegiances go when it goes to um, NFL teams. And, but it's, it's stuck with the Falcons since then. And, uh, you know, Matty Ice is far from athletic playmaker at quarterback, but I've uh, been a Falcons fan since then. And, and um, you know, I grew up, sports were a big part of our family. So we, uh, you know, we were always watching sports and, and, and growing up as a kid, you know, I, I became a, like I said, I didn't have really a huge NFL team until I got, got older. Um, but I was always a, a Braves fan because the Braves were always on TBS and I have family in Atlanta. And then I was a Bulls fan because why wouldn't you be a Bulls fan growing up in the late eighties and early nineties? 
Um, they were always on WGN and they had Michael. So <laughs> it was easy being a Bulls fan. It says 19 years ago today, the Falcons drafted Mike Vick number one. That was 19 years ago. That's 19, wild. This, this day, 19 years ago, they drafted. That's wild. It's, you know, fellas, you guys aren't really living that yet, but um, yeah. you know, as you get older, I mean, I'm only 34, but there's times where I was like, oh, yeah, it was a couple years ago. You know, oh, that, you know, that happened oh, maybe five years ago. And you're like, oh, never mind. It was closer to 15 years ago than it was a couple or even five years ago. So uh, that's kind of one of those things I would have never guessed. Michael Vick getting drafted to us 19 years ago today. On Westy's birthday. Gosh. Westy was born today, guys, 19 years ago. <laughs> Happy birthday, Westy. Yes. Love him. There we go. Happy birthday, Westy. The Tuesday of the 21st, not the Wednesday this usually comes out, the Tuesday, because that's when we <laughs> like to record is our Tuesday afternoons. Just yes. being that clear that people don't like accidentally, as soon as this podcast comes out, oh, I'm like, oh, happy birthday. It's like, no, that was yesterday. It's fine. <laughs> but anyways, we don't have to talk about my birthday very often. I don't mind not talking about that. We can talk about some the Chargers a little bit, because the Chargers yeah. released their new uniforms earlier this morning. Lavelle, I'm sure you have plenty to say about that. They're the best uniforms that have been released this whole time. That have been released, they're the best uniforms out. Patriots uniforms are kind of questionable. They look the same to me, but I think Chargers uniforms are the best i ever seen. Since when we have Sean Merriman, Damian Tomlinson, we were good. Are they going with that all blue uh, as their as their home, that color rush look, kind of like the Patriots decided to go? Uh, I think they're going the um, light blue for their home. And then, okay. like, that's their alternate jersey. But yeah. I like their jerseys. I think the blues are supposed to be their color rush. So but they're the they're keeping true to form. It's the Patriots that are messing things up now going color yeah. rush at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But we mm-hmm. also had some other ones. Like they mentioned, the Patriots and the Chargers released new uniforms. The Browns also released new uniforms along with the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Colts yeah. made minor minor changes to their uniforms as well. And so, Coach Delk, what do you think about the Falcons' new uniforms? I think it's a cool look. I mean, the uh, it, it does look a lot like um, you know, the longest yard of, I don't know, what is that now, like 12 years, 12, <laughs> oh. almost 15 years ago. So there you go. looks a little bit like that. Probably, but I, Yeah, that's probably just as old. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, it's a pretty cool look. I, I like it. You know, they've had that look since about the time they drafted Vic. So, it was it was cool, you know, 15, 20 years ago when when the Falcons look came out, but you know they were uh, you know they're getting old, so it's a it's a nice change up. I think it looks pretty cool. I like how the Panthers were the one that tweeted out the how the uniforms looked like the longest yard uniforms yeah. as well, like to come from a rival like that over Twitter, and it was just, it was just so funny to see that it was like an actual NFL team tweeting out and making fun of another team on that in that way on twitter personally i thought anyways i thought it was a good chirp too i, I got a kick yeah. out of it and it wasn't until they said that like i i thought i was like god these these uniforms look oddly familiar what what do i remember them from and then that was you know not too long after that i saw that tweet and i was like oh yep that's exactly what i remembered it from so yeah i think it was pretty good yeah i talked to lavelle about it too we kind of yeah. thought it looked almost like texas tech uniforms uh, as well from back yeah, when Mahomes not true. was there. True. Back when, um, like Crabtree a little bit. 
Yeah, that's, that's long before exactly. you guys. So that that's another like twelve years ago <laughs> thing. Hey, I remember Crabtree on the Niners. That's all that matters. That oh, he was good God. there. I miss was... that, but we traded him for Richard Sherman. We we got rid of Crabtree. Sorry. We got Sherman. So sorry, receiver like it worked Crabtree. out, I guess. But hey, we got a young receiving core. Okay, we're we're on the up and up in the receiving core now since we lost yeah. Emmanuel Sanders. But it's fine. Anyways, we had some breaking news today on, on Tuesday, oh, April 21st. We want to clear that fourth Wednesday. Rob Gronkowski coming out of retirement and being traded to the Buccaneers to be reunited with Tom Brady. So it'll be him and a seventh-round pick from the Patriots in return for just a fourth-round pick. So yeah. all the Patriots get from Rob for, and a seventh-round is a fourth-round pick here yeah. in the 2020 draft. Patriots got Any Rob. takes on that, boys? They got Rob. <laughs> They got robbed for their their whole everything. They lost their quarterback, and they just lost their tight end. That just won the Super Bowls. It's kind of sad. Patriots are going downhill. Well, Gronk so was in retirement, so they didn't really lose him. Uh, yeah. I don't think he was coming back to play for the Patriots. I think the only reason he's coming back to play is, is he's going to play with Tom in, in Tampa. I think had he yeah. stayed a Patriot, he was staying retired. So you know that, you know, the hoodie had it had it figured out. He was going to get something. I mean, that, that's what he's great at. It's getting, um, you know, draft picks. He, he, I mean, he he just he's really good at what he does. I mean, there's a reason they've won yeah. as many titles as they have. And he knew that Gronk wasn't going to come back to play for them, and uh, so he got something for him. And I mean, I think it's it's I think it's one of those deals. It's a good trade because it was good for both parties. You know, people you could mm-hmm. say the Patriots lost because they arguably did lose. Um, you know, one of the greatest, if not the greatest tight end of all time. Um, but at the same time, he was done playing for the Patriots. So they actually got, you know, they got a draft pick for a guy that was going to stay retired for them, you know, and is coming out of retirement to play again, only because it's a, it's a different place. I don't think that he, you know, hates the Patriots by any means, but I think that, you know, Gronk's Gronk and, and playing for, I think, Coach Belichick is, is, so it's something different. I mean, it, it's, it's a lot of discipline and it's a lot of, uh, you know, you don't, you can't really express yourself the way Gronk likes to express himself. And so I think it's a good deal for both, both parties. Yeah. And Gronk can party in, in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Parties are crazy in Florida. And I just saw uh, on Twitter after that trade came out, there was a report that two years prior to Gronk's retirement, the Patriots had tried to trade him to the Lions. And he had told them he would use his option to opt out into retirement if they would would have tried to make that trade. And so it kind of makes you think, was Gronk planning this the whole time and stuff like that? And, like, did him and Tom have this going through their heads already before Tom even left uh, New England? Maybe. You don't know. These are the questions we need to ask ourselves. Conspiracy theories are all over. You just don't know it. It could happen. It could not happen. But, but at least he's All going right. there. He passed his physical. He said so. It's about to be a good season. If they, if football doesn't get canceled, I hope it doesn't. Oh yeah. Who, Fingers for, crossed. who first reported all this? Anyway, where did this this story break from? I think Adam Schefter. Leroy the dog. Leroy the dog. That's about. Please credit know. right. Please credit Leroy the dog so, broke it first. A fifteen-year-old blind. English Mastiff. Wild. Wild times. Wild times. We're all locked down. Football is questionable. 
and a 15-year-old Mastiff is predicting Rob Gronkowski going to the Bucks on, yeah. I believe it was uh, April 8th is when he reported the talks mm-hmm. occurring. So give credit where credit is due for Leroy the dog. I'm with you there. I and mean, so, that's, yeah. it was amazing. True underdog story right there, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Lavelle, you got to get on that. The, dog, the dog's making better predictions. You, you got to get on that. Maybe we need yeah. to have Leroy on the podcast. That's what we need to do. Maybe we need to. Have Leroy just come on and give us a bunch of predictions and see what happens. I think that, that'd be the publicity stunt we need to do. Ooh. Maybe we have to. Just pull... Yeah, pull Leroy on during quarantine. See what knowledge he holds in that 15-year-old mind of his. That'd be a huge ratings booster right there. I mean, yeah, we're talking exactly. top, of the, top of the podcast charts with that, with some Leroy content. Who knows what you guys could break on your podcast, too. I mean, I feel like I mean, we're Leroy's already halfway old. there, but... <laughs> We're right oh, there. I'm sure. I'm sure. We're top, I, oh, top, he could break something for, sure. for the Niners. That was really good. That'd be great. I'd love to hear that. Oh, I would really appreciate Niners, that dude. because there's been a lot of confusion with our draft picks. A lot of confusion, and I haven't liked. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to keep up sometimes. And so, in honor of the draft starting in two days on Thursday, me and Lavelle have both grabbed ourselves a mock draft. I have taken Daniel Jeremiah. Uh, Former NFL scout, now works with NFL.com. He's an NFL media analyst. And Lavelle, whose mock draft have you taken? I've taken Steve Palazzolo's, if I'm saying that right, from Pro Football Focus. Um, it's good. Right. I, I feel like yeah. it's a good draft. I can't wait. I'm. Oh, I need my team to take the right pick. I don't know. I want the Chargers. To right. Take. I don't know. I don't know who I want. So Lavelle's already looked at his mock draft. He's not very happy. So we're going to go through both of our mock drafts and we can, that we've chosen. And we're going to compare who's going where and who they have at each spot and see how they differ. And we'll give our input and coach Delk will also give his input as who, what he thinks on each one. So starting with pick. Sounds number good, one, fellas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> starting with pick number one, we've got the obvious, the Bengals take Joe Burrow QB senior out of LSU right yes. away. Lavelle, is, that can't be any different on yours, I'm no, sure. can't. That's the number one pick, no matter what. But interesting, I heard Peyton Manning telling him, like, if he doesn't come out good in his rookie year, he threw, like, 29 interceptions his rookie year. And he wants – if he breaks that, that's great. He wanted – he said that. So like that. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that. He was in a call with uh, Joe Burrow earlier yeah. before the draft talking about all the rookie season stuff and trying to get advice from him. Peyton Manning, one of the greats. Maybe the greatest. (laughs) Maybe the greatest. And so pick number two, we've got the Washington Redskins select Chase Young, edge player out of Ohio State. And that one seems pretty obvious throughout the whole draft coming up as well. But Lavelle, I know you have, I believe you have something different on yours. I I do. Um, It says the Miami Dolphins trade. There's they trade a fifth pick, 18th pick, and the 39th pick for their second pick, and they draft QB Tua Tago. Uh, I don't know how to say his name, Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Just Tua. Yeah, I'm gonna call him Tua. I always call him Tua. But Tua, I wanted Tua. I want Tua. Me and my dad were talking. And we're like, 
Um, we really want to, but don't think he'll be there. If he's still available, they would draft him, I think. But, but, but that's an interesting offense. one because I haven't yeah, seen is, many yeah. people say that anyone's really not taking Chase Young or that the Redskins have really thought about trading it. But I did, I did start hearing today and late last night that the Redskins were taking talks about trading that pick. No like confirmation that thing that would absolutely happen, but they yeah. were accepting phone calls basically. And I so they're that, listening. They're not giving any insight, but they're they're yeah. listening. I think the Dolphins could trade for that pick. So like, because they do want Tua, and I don't think any of the teams before them will take Tua, other than maybe maybe the Redskins. I don't know, but I think they would take. If anything. No, I mean I think in fact you know Wesley, you were talking about Daniel Jeremiah. Looking at Daniel Jeremiah, he's got. Um, Chase Young is the best overall player in his. I mean, he actually has him rated higher than, than Joe Burrow. People are saying, you know, that, that Chase Young is the best player in the draft. Um, mm. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't take him if he's there. I guess if yeah. if the, the Dolphins were willing to give up, you know, an unbelievable amount, I, maybe I'd trade back out of that spot. But, I mean, the Redskins, shoot, I, mean, I think they need help at a lot of different places. So why yeah. not just take – why not take Chase Young unless unless the Dolphins are just really wanting to give a bunch um, to move back a little ways because it is a deep draft. There's a lot of you know the Redskins need a lot of help in, in some in different yeah. places. So I mean you could move back to whatever it was the fifth pick and still get a dang. I mean look at Whiteout. You, <laughs> there's a lot of Whiteouts right there that could help you out. So, Jerry Judy you know, exactly. Whiteout's like one of the deepest yeah. positions I think in this draft for sure. There's a lot of good Whiteouts you could take. And the Dolphins, they need a lot of help too, but they, I think they require QB more than the Redskins because they just the Redskins just drafted Dwayne Haskins. He hasn't been looking bad. Yeah, but do we remember what the Cardinals did? They picked Josh Cardinals, Rosen, yeah. round but, one, and then they just followed it right up with Kyler Murray and just dumped Rosen Josh off Rosen, to Miami. I don't know. Haskins was looking decent. He wasn't looking as bad as Josh Rosen. Poor Josh Rosen. He's going to get – so, you know, they got Kyler the year after he came in, and then, you know, two years after he comes in, the Dolphins are going to try to take either, you know, Tua or probably Herbert, whoever's available at the time yeah. of their pick. So, gosh, dang, guy can't catch a break. Mm-hmm. Josh Especially Rosen. after he said he'd make nine teams regret not picking him. It's not It's not looking positive here for Josh Rosen. <laughs> But moving on to pick number three, I've got Jeff Akida, the cornerback out of Ohio State. Me too. What have you got over there? I got Jeffrey. Pretty good consensus there. Yeah, because they just lost Slay. Lions do need that help. Yeah, they did. They just lost Slay. So to the Eagles. So the Lions are probably gonna take. They're probably gonna take the corner. He's he was looking good too. So kind of like Akuda's a he's a great great corner. Um. I mean, uh, I'm by no means a scout or anything, but I mean, I would say I don't know that he was. He's arguably the best corner, um, you know, in college yeah. football last year. I like, um, um, well, what's his name? The, the the freshman from LSU. Can't think of his name right oh, now. But, um, uh, no. Oh, I know his name. Uh, I just Stingley. Oh, I Delpit, it. Is it? Yeah, Stingley? Yeah. Stingley. Yeah, no. Stingley. So Stingley, I think, yeah. was my favorite. But I mean, he was a freshman. But Kuda's really, really good. I mean, so I think. You need a corner. I mean, you'd be you'd be wild not to not to take him. So yeah. I think you know, like they it's, need my my approval. Though I think it's a good point. upcoming year. Stingley's gonna be <laughs> Stingley's gonna be the best corner in the in the in college football. 
like probably next year. He's so good. As a freshman, he was that good. Does that mean no you're argument. gonna be number two then, Lavelle? Yeah. Are you gonna be number two, top, top two corner in the in the in college football? Yeah. yeah. D three. Top two. D three. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I'm glad. I'll be number one in. D3. I mean, you declared, you declared for the NFL lat two weeks ago, and now you're gonna be the number two corner in college football. You're, you're looking. Your career is looking up, Lavelle. I'm I'm very no. proud of you. I'm about to make millions. <laughs> Coming in at pick number four, the New York Giants select Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle out of Iowa. Go Hawks. And that's the one I've been hearing a lot about, that Wirfs is – that's been a lot of consensus almost for New York, picking up Wirfs at offensive tackle to protect Daniel Jones. Lavelle, what, is the, what are the Giants looking like for your mock draft? They pick edge threat, Chase Young, Ohio State, because – who else is like they? Miami is not gonna take him. The Redskins are probably. He's probably he is the best, the best I ever seen. My dad said that too. He was like Chase Young's crazy. I was like, yeah, he's a freak athlete. It's funny because this whole thing he has pictures of like it's only one picture, and it's of Chase Young, and there's no other pictures of like the athletes and stuff. Yeah. Kind of crazy. <laughs> hey, he is probably the highest. Second highest rated person in the draft nah, by I feel like most major outlets. He is yeah. the highest. Some people are yeah, gonna give it to Joe Burrow, but I mean, he is. If he's still available, you take him there. In fact, if he's yeah. still available, I don't know if the Lions take Akuda. I think they might take Chase Young. I mean, if I guess my deal is if I'm not the Bengals, you know, whereas I think that you know they need a quarterback. I think they're they're mm-hmm. done with Andy Dalton. You know, they're gonna try to move on from him. Um, but you know, after that, if Chase Young's available, take him. Unless somebody's willing to, you know, do a, a Mike Dicka Saints trade with you and give up their entire draft to move up. I mean, unless they're giving you a whole bunch, take Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young. It's yeah. much easier to for like a D lineman to start right away than a quarterback because quarterback's a tougher position than D lineman. But I think D lineman, they they easier to like start right away for me. So. That's why I would take And the him. interesting thing about Andy Dalton is, like, there have been people saying that the Patriots, if the Bengals take Joe Burrow, the Patriots should look into taking Andy Dalton, maybe, just because he has the experience for people to come on, for people to train under him. And he's probably looking better than some of the people that the Patriots have already. Because yeah. Brian Hoyer, that's who the Patriots have right now, I believe. <laughs> Is they re-signed Brian Hoyer, and so I be- I'm pretty sure Andy Dalton's a better quarterback than Brian Hoyer. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah. yeah so we'll who see. knows? Pick number five, the Miami Dolphins. They select Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon. What? But so yeah, they're thinking Miami. Daniel Jeremiah says that. Oregon, I mean, excuse me, Miami will want Justin Herbert over Tua. No way. I don't. I don't know about that one, cause like they've been saying they're gonna draft Tua no matter. Like, like I seen a, like so many uh, mock drafts and it was all Tua. I never seen Justin Herbert. I seen the Chargers take Justin Herbert. Before. Um. Yeah. Um. Like after Tua was drafted, but I don't know. When have the Dolphins ever made a bad decision off an off an injured guy before? 
when have they ever done that ruled a guy out because of a previous injury and it come back to make them look really bad i mean i can't think of a guy named drew Brees that ever <laughs> ever ever caused that big of a deal yeah. before so i don't know i guess again i think i i mean that's me i would i would think you'd want to go to a if he's available yeah. there and you need a quarterback, but right. I mean, these guys do their research. So, mm. and I know like Daniel Jeremiah, he even, even talked about like, Hey, I just, I, I do my mock draft based off of what I'm hearing. And uh, if that's what they're hearing, and I know that, you know, Herbert's really climbed up the board recently and apparently that, that mm. shows. <laughs> yeah. Cause Daniel Jeremiah has to a rated higher than Justin Herbert, but he thinks that, there's a chance that Herbert goes before. Yeah, cause of, just because of the injury, that's like the only reason. I feel like. Yeah, I would yeah. say. I mean, it, it, it's some scary injury, and he's he's been yeah. you know injured a couple times. You know, teams get mm-hmm. get spooked about that stuff. I mean, it's almost yeah. like one of those deals where sometimes you you do so much research and get so involved that you'll scare yourself out of something that maybe you shouldn't. Um, but you know, especially like this year, they're not. You know, there's not as much time to personally meet with guys because of the COVID-19 pandemic going on. So, you know, a lot of stuff is it's I think it's harder for guys to clear things up. And sometimes, you know, maybe it works in some guys benefits because they're not able to meet with teams and they're going to get drafted higher than they would because they might not be able to get in a room and have the bright light put on them and and say the wrong thing or do a bad interview. But other guys like Tua might not be able to save themselves a little bit in those personal interviews because of all of this. Yeah, I was talking to my dad about that because, like, like you could show teams like the your workout, but you could like change it so you only show the good stuff of your workouts and stuff. like that's like the like you could trick teams to drafting you kind of because they can't meet you and see you one like in person. It's kind of yeah, exactly. So, well, who did your mock draft have going at pick number five? So they they um the Dolphins traded to their for the Redskins, um to the Redskins for their second pick. So the Redskins have the fifth pick. They have Andrew Thomas off at the tackle for Georgia. They're taking. So they traded down, passed up on Young. They may come up with a draft with three or more starters if they did if they did that trade. They said three or more starters. So like they're thinking about it maybe. With my mock yeah, draft. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the pick that really Lavelle really loves, pick number six, the Chargers select Tua out of QB out of Alabama that we were just talking about. Yes. Lavelle, did your mock draft differ from that one to make you feel sad or no? Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because I don't don't know. I don't like taking offensive tackles at a six pick. I don't think that's – I don't know if it's a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. But we have Chargers taking Tristan Wirfs, Iowa. I know Wesley's probably happy because he's an Iowa guy. But hey, I, I'd get that I jersey. Know. That would make was, me really happy. An Iowa guy with the Chargers uniform, I'd put that yeah. jersey on my wall. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm thinking, like, we take Isaiah Simmons. Because he could play linebacker or safety. You have him with, match up with Derwin James. And then we take Jalen Hurts in the second round. I was thinking that. Because it was more like, it will help us a lot. I think we need a linebacker more than we need an offense tackle. We could sign an offense tackle in the offseason. As a free agent, but six pick offensive tackle. Hopefully, we don't. I don't know. I don't know, though. I don't know. <laughs> pick number seven, the Carolina Panthers yeah. select the D tackle, Derek Brown out of Auburn. 
So an interesting pick there. The Panthers going D tackle. Lavelle, who do you have them taking? Um, I, Carolina Panthers, Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. And oh, I want him. My dad wants him. He looks so good. He can play any position. Like, Isaiah Simmons is an athlete. I think you'll be surprised yeah. where Isaiah Simmons goes in this one, too. Yeah. Whoa. Surprised. I'm surprised that he hasn't been drafted yet for yours. I'm surprised he hasn't been drafted yet for yours because, like, yeah. He's, he's a freak of nature and linebacker. I don't know. <laughs> Justin, it's because you had Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert on here is just, he's so low. Kind of crazy. <laughs> you got next. And Coach Delk, were you going to say something about Isaiah Simmons there? No, I just, I think both those, I mean, both your guys, the, the drafts you're looking at, I think both those picks are pretty good. I mean, I think both those guys are, are good players. I mean, Simmons is a, is a multi-positional player. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's always attractive as a coach, um, you know, but I think both those picks are pretty good. They're two good, two good players. I think, yeah. I mean, I think you, if you're addressing a need, both those guys can fill needs if you've got them at those positions. And like I said, Simmons can address needs at several different positions. Yeah. Athletic, right. Versatile right, right. player. He is. Yeah. Well, well, you're not going to like picks eight and nine here for Dan Jeremiah. We've got some more offensive tackles going at hey. pick number eight, the, Arizona Cardinals select Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle yep. out of Alabama. And at number nine, the Jaguars select Makai Becton, offensive tackle from Louisville. Ooh. So we have the same Arizona Cardinals pick, Jedrick Willis from Alabama for the Cardinals. But the Jacksonville Jaguars at nine, they take Jerry Judy for me. So they're, like, so they're trying to team him up with DJ Chark, but good passing game, so... Try to get a little passing game going. Gardner Minshew. I like it. I like it. Jaguars. I think they need oh, defense, I'm... too, though. They need a lot of defense players. Yeah. Like they, they lost so many. So, we'll see. They need corners. That's what they need. They lost Jalen Ramsey and um, <laughs> A.J. Bouye. Like, they just lost their Pro Bowl corners. Both of them. Like, they need somebody. Jaguars are looking downhill right now. Not good. Maybe they're trying to and trade for for that yeah. for some more uh, more picks, corners, or jar for more That's picks. I, yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's what I was going to mention because it came out. Fournette was like talking to Cam Newton, like, "Hey, come to the Jaguars. Come over here. We want you here." And then after he did that, all of a sudden, the rumors started coming out that the Jaguars were looking to trade Leonard Fournette after talking about how he wanted Cam Newton instead. So. I remember that being a big deal that day because they're like, oh, apparently the Jaguar franchise is not like that, that they, that uh, Fournette wanted someone besides Minshew under center. But it'll be interesting to see what they do. It'll be interesting to see what Cam Newton does just in general, yeah. to be honest, in this offseason. I want to see I want to see where he signs. Like, oof. if he signs with the – what if he comes to the Chargers? Oh no, I don't know about no. that. I was, <laughs> I was thinking we were. I was talking to my dad a lot about like draft picks and stuff, and he was talking about just like situations. And we we're like, "What if we sign Cam Newton?" I'm like, "I don't know. Like, I don't know how good he's gonna be. His injuries, like, it's kind of just like you're just taking a shot at that." One. Yeah. Like, Coming in at pick number ten, uh, Cleveland Browns finally take Isaiah Simmons, a linebacker safety combination out of Clemson. 
So they finally get their buff their defense up just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And it'll be good for him to go against Lamar Jackson as well as their their division rivals there. But I got CeeDee Lamb, the Browns are taking at 10. Says trying to That's... like pair him up with Odo hmm. Beckham and Jarvis Landry form one of the best one of the league's best trios. I'm I'm kind of interested in that one. It's kind of like yeah, that, that seems that'd be a little bit wild. Like, yeah, it's kind of like yeah, who, that's what I was thinking. Like, who can you guard out yeah, there? I mean, like, you gotta just. But I mean, one. the Browns barely made it work with Odell and Jarvis. I mean, mm-hmm. just because you had a third guy uh, doesn't mean their quarterback is gonna step much up or. Oh, and you know, well, and then, who, who's their tight end? Isn't that uh, David and Joku? He's pretty dang good too. So yeah, I mean, how many how many well, threats are you gonna? You gonna not get? anymore. Yeah. Much, it's now or, Austin Hooper from the Falcons. Oh, is now they signed him tight end. Oh. Yeah, they it, signed him in free agency. Like, thank God, right. thank God, he's off. <laughs> <laughs> now maybe they'll throw the ball to Julio. Mm, maybe <laughs> I didn't need to. Julio too uh, good. Yeah. Ruined a game for the Niners, I know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's a big dude. It's hard to stop him. But uh, big wide receiver picks coming in at 11, 12, and 13. Pick damn. 11, the New York Jets select C.D. Lamb at wide receiver. Pick number 12, the Las Vegas Raiders select Jerry Judy wide receiver out of Alabama. And at pick number 13, the San Francisco 49ers select Henry Ruggs III, wide receiver out of Alabama. Mm, 49ers? That's two Bama wide receivers. Yeah. That's that's a new one. Like, I've been seeing C.D. Lamb the whole time, and now people are – I've seen a couple more that are starting to say Henry Ruggs is going to be Henry the one Ruggs. that they should go with. Because Henry Ruggs is so fast. Where is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just that fast. That's yeah. why, I like, I, I can see that. I can see that. Now, are you guys old enough to remember when the Raiders with Al Davis, kind of late in the Al Davis years, that they just went ahead and took like basically the fastest guy um, in the combine? So, I mean, it, why not? Why not get that going again and just you know they, the Las Vegas Raiders, which is weird to say, if they take rugs, that would be great. Just just throw it back here, you know, eight ten years ago when they used to just take the fastest guy yeah. available. Yeah. And I'm Las glad Vegas you Raiders. think it's weird to say Las yeah. Vegas Raiders too. We, we talked about that. that. We said that's all. We said that almost like every time, every podcast. We're like, God, it's so weird to say Las Vegas Raiders every time. So I don't know that I can ever say it. I might just, I mean, the Raiders. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> <Yeah>. Raiders. <laughs> you just got to because Las Vegas point. just sound. It doesn't roll off the tongue nicely. It, Las- it's just, yeah. Yeah. At picks, oh wait, I guess wait, well, wait, we gotta wait, go over your yeah, mock yeah. draft. I, I'm My ahead. 11, 12, oh, 13. I have for the Jets, they take offensive tackle Josh Jones from Houston. Las Vegas Raiders, yeah. Cornerback Christian Fulton from LSU. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco 49ers says the via Indianapolis Colts, so they got that shit. CJ Henderson from Florida, cornerback. Yep. Between, they said Henderson and I Henry Ruggs the third. Between those two, they said. I would not so. mind that. Yeah. I'm, oh, I wouldn't I mind a new cornerback. Not gonna lie. Yeah, you, you guys need another cornerback. Good one. CJ Anderson's one good. that won't get burnt by Tyreek Hill in the Super Bowl. I seen some of his highlights. He's he's amazing. He's pretty nice. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah. 
Give me my insight, West. Come. So, so call your 49ers <laughs> and draft them, Red. Call the 49ers and draft Yeah. I mean, did you see John Lynch's war room for the draft? Did you see that picture that he shared? No. No. Oh, my gosh. He's got, like, three, five TVs set up, three phones. It is just an insane, insane setup that he has. Oh, my gosh. I don't uh, – because there's just TVs, and he just had his, like, the whole IT department for the 49ers come in and set it up in his house. And that's in his house. And they were making fun of, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's at his oh. house. Cause quarantine. Let's see. Yeah. There are one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, I should say four TV monitors, two computer monitors. Oh, there's a f- another one right there. So one, two, three, four computer monitors, <laughs> four TVs, three landline phones and his keyboard in the, in oh his war room right now. He's he's like, ready that's for just, the draft. That's just sounds he's like, ready. It does. It like, sounds I would like feel so cool up. sitting in front of a setup like that. I'd be just thinking like I would I would watch so many things at once. I don't know like what to watch. I that yeah, point exactly. <laughs> that was like us when we pulled up all the games at once, all the NFL oh. games at once, and we were all trying to watch them. That's what it's probably going to be like. <laughs> that's what it's like. Or or when we had the five TVs in my room. We're... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like this is exactly, exactly what it's gonna like be like. That. Oh god. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we got pick fourteen, the Buccaneers. They select Andrew Thomas, O tackle from Georgia. Pick fifteen, we got another tackle, but on the defensive side, Javon Kinlaw, a senior out of South Carolina. And this is a name that was a toss up between for the Raiders. Like it was either him or Jerry Judy it was that's what it's gonna come down to. Uh, mm. Jeremiah says so that'll be an interesting one and then finally pick 16 CJ Henderson cornerback out of Florida goes to the Falcons <sighs> they could use it they could use yeah. it they can. <laughs> 14 15 16 my 14 Tampa Bay yep. take Henry Ruggs the third pairing him up with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin performing an outstanding top three uh, that's what he said uh, Steve Oof. Steve, I ain't gonna lie, that was, sounds pretty crazy right now. So oh. I'm good though. Denver yeah. Broncos oh take the lineman Javon Kinlaw, South Carolina. Same yep. as yours, and then Falcons take Jalen Johnson from Utah. So they, Interesting. I feel like so Falcons are like they're drafting quarterback, cornerback, no matter what. Looks like. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean they 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 need it. I mean they uh, yeah yeah they've got a need there and. And, uh, you know, I think offensively, you know, especially the skill position offensively, they, they should be set. So, you know, I try to bolster yeah. that defense. And corner and corners a need for them, too. So, yeah. Address the need right away. Got to. Yeah. But we should do number six. Pick number 17. We got uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys take Clavon Chasen, an edge rusher from LSU, sophomore. Pick 18, we got the Dolphins taking Yatur Gross Matos, edge rusher as well from Penn State. And pick 19, we got the Las Vegas Raiders taking A.J. Terrells, cornerback from Clemson. And at pick 20, we got Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU, going to the Jaguars. Oh, my God. Mine are Jets. so different from yours. It's actually crazy. <laughs> like, I heard all yours, I'm like, not saying, not saying, not saying. No. <laughs> yeah, because it gets okay. to these last ones. Yeah, that we're trying to get so, through in this quick my, amount of time because we're at forty yeah. minutes, but we're forty minutes right now. But my seventeenth, yeah. Grant Delpit from LSU, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> are taking. 
by 18, it's because of trade. So the Redskins have that have that pick. So the Jalen Regar from TCU. I think I'm saying his name right. Hopefully I am. Sorry. And then 19, he has the Oakland Raiders, but the Las Vegas Raiders messed up there. Come on, Steve. Wide receiver <laughs> Laviska Chenault from Colorado. I don't know if I said that right. I'm so sorry. Laviska Chenault. Then, yeah, he's a good player. And then Jacksonville Jaguars take Justin Herbert at 20. Wow. What? That's wow. what Funny I heard. That, that differs that yeah. far. Yeah, like yeah. those four picks were like so different. It was just like, oh my yeah. god. Because <laughs> this is where they said it, it, it's a toss up. Because everybody's like number ones are different. Yeah. Or like threes and fours are like somebody else's twelves and stuff like that. And so it just gets a big toss up. And so pick number twenty one, the Philadelphia Eagles select Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of out Oklahoma. Pick twenty two, the Minnesota Vikings select Jalen Johnson, cornerback out of Utah. At 23, the New England Patriots select A.J. Epineza, edge rusher from Iowa. And pick 24, New Orleans Saints select Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU. Oh, my God. Mine are just so different. It's just so like <laughs> I'm like listening. I'm like, oh, my God. So, 21. what happens. The Eagles have um, wide receiver T. Higgins. They take wide receiver T. Higgins. The Vikings get Jeff Gladney from TCU, cornerback. The Patriots pick E.T. Derrick Brown from Auburn. And the Saints take wide receiver Denzel Mims from Baylor. And that's just like... Saints Everything's going to get play. more and more different, I guess. <laughs> it's like not even the close to the same. I thought it was going to be I didn't think. I didn't look that far down. I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. All right, and some offensive power coming in at these next ones. At pick 25, the Minnesota Vikings select T. Higgins, wide receiver out of Clemson. 26, the Miami Dolphins select Joshua Jones, offensive tackle out of Houston. At pick 27, the Seattle Seahawks select Austin Jackson, offensive tackle out of USC. But I've heard they're thinking, there's been rumors that they're looking to trade that pick. And at pick 28, the Ravens select Zach Bond, linebacker out of Wisconsin. Dang, bro. <laughs> Where do we, what are we on? Yeah, they're going to be Vikings? different. They're going to be different. Yeah, so I got Minnesota Vikings at 25, taking D-lineman Jordan Elliott from Missouri. 26, Miami Dolphins. They get um, safety Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Seattle Seahawks at 27, edge D-lineman Julian Okawara from Notre Dame. And then the Ravens take a linebacker, Patrick Queen, from LSU. Like, then, yours were more offensive, yeah. and mine were all yeah. defensive. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Go with this final. And now we're for our four. final final four. Pick 29, the Tennessee Titans select Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver out of Arizona State. Pick 30, the Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love, QB out of Utah State. Ooh. At pick 31, the San Francisco 49ers select Ross Blacklock, D-tackle out of TCU. But we're pretty sure they're probably going to trade that one because we don't hold a pick in the rounds two through four. So we definitely need those picks. And at the final pick of the first round, number 32, the Kansas City Chiefs select Cesar Ruiz, center out of Michigan. Yeah, minor. Um, minor different. A little bit, uh, not a lot of it. But Tennessee Titans take wide receiver Justin Jefferson from LSU. 
29. Green Bay Packers take Edge, um, D lineman AJ, AJ, AJ Espineza. How you say it? Espineza? Espineza. Espineza. I'm from Iowa. San Francisco 49ers, if they don't trade it. Wide receiver Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. And then Kansas City Chiefs take a D lineman Curtis Weaver from Boise State. These. These last twenty, the last um, twenty, <laughs> they were kind of crazy. Different again, because like, no one it, agrees on no who's one. The, yeah, you don't like, know. Three and four at each position, so it's it's a toss up for everybody. Yeah. What was like your biggest? You that nobody takes a running back in in either of these mock drafts. No one takes a running back in the first round. That's that 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 me. Yeah. 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 Like, Jonathan Taylor is not bad. I don't know why they, no one wants him. Like, and would, Edwards Elaire, I would think don't. both those guys yeah. have a shot at going late first round. Oh, yeah. But apparently, people don't seem to think teams need running backs, but. Yeah. Because some but of them are set. Some teams, some teams. It's nice to have a backup. Like, yeah. At least two. I think, I think um, John and Taylor can come in and start for half the teams out there. Yeah. Definitely. For Do kind of what Christian McCaffrey did his rookie yeah. year. I wouldn't be surprised if the the weird. Buccaneers take a take a a back. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I, that would that them, would yeah. be smart. After adding Tom Brady and Gronk, and then Mike having Mike Evans too, they need a little bit. Mike Evans, a little bit more weapons. Godwin, and then they as add as much as Tom Brady Taylor. likes to hit the back. He yeah. oh, they get um uh, uh not Jonathan Taylor. They can't. I can't have a Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's not like a receiving back. Edwards Elaire. Yeah, Edwards Elaire would work too. Just a lot of your, stuff. What was your biggest surprise of like the mock draft? Like you know, surprise. Who, who you asking, me or Coach Delk? Both of you guys. Both of you guys. Like, how do you hear? Coach like, Delk, I'll let you answer surprise. that first. I'll let you answer the I think, surprise first. I think a little bit of Jordan Love being a first round pick. Um, I think that's a little bit surprising. And then also the, the uh, Green Bay Packers would be going quarterback. That's a that's a little bit yeah. wild. And then that's what I, um, that's what I was thinking. also Chase Young just in, in the one mock draft going down mm. as far as that as far as he did. I mean, I think yeah. I mean, if Cincinnati didn't absolutely need a quarterback, I mean, it, you know, there's going to be some drafts where Chase Young would be the number one pick if, if he didn't need a quarterback. So, I mean. Having yeah. him slip, I think, is wild. And then also, I mean, maybe it's just it just I, I think Green Bay taking a quarterback first round um, is yeah. a little bit wild. Especially when they have like um, Aaron Rodgers and stuff. Go right, exactly. Go. I, can do I think my probably biggest surprise is uh, the Chase Young dropping so far in Lavelle's draft. Yeah, and Dropped then four. Yeah. yeah, and then a couple of mine like. Just for like my team, sometimes grabbing a receiver really early. Like, I know we could use it, but all of our guys are really young. So sometimes it seems like grabbing another young one might not always be like the greatest move. But I under I understand what he's going for. So, but sometimes I think we should go secondary first before a wide receiver because there's so yeah. many good wide receivers in the draft. We can hold off until like trading second, 30 third the round? 31st pick for a second or third round pick and yeah. picking one up there so that's I, just i agree take. with you there that's i think good. we could probably get a, another a good wide out somewhere in the second or third round exactly like, 
all not all the grad outs in the first round they're good, but like you could I think you could avoid having them till the second, third round. Yeah. I think mine was I mean, Justin yeah. Herbert. The Jacksonville that's, Yeah, Jaguars. that one's crazy too. That that was, yeah. like, At least in my oh, my mind. Yeah, like that's kinda like with the with yeah. Garden Mishu and stuff, like they just I don't know. I know that's that one. Any other ones? Crazy, Maybe bro. the Cleveland Browns drafting um CeeDee Lamb. Like with oh, all their, wire, I think they yeah. Need, yeah, I think they need defense before C D mm-hmm. they try to pair him up. Like with Jarvis and Odell. Like I think a lot of teams just need defense and they're trying to go for like mock drafts saying right. offensive players. So, no. Hopefully my team drafts Isaiah Simmons. That's what I want. <laughs> I'm praying. <laughs> and then Jalen Hurts second round. Jalen Hurts oh, second Jaylen round. Oh, Jalen Hurts second I'm round. I'm telling you. Okay. I, like, okay. I'm down for Jalen Hurts. Oh, I want him. Can't I don't want Justin Herbert. I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't feel like I don't feel like he will be. He's gonna be good in the NFL as like a Jalen Hurts type. I think Jalen Hurts is gonna be good. He can run and pass. All right. Well, as we approach the 50 minute mark here at the recording, I think it's time we about wrap this up with our uh NF our fun fact brought to you by NFL Fun Facts on Instagram. And this one is about the draft because the draft's coming in two days and the draft is awesome. Since 2007, the Jets have drafted 69 players outside the first round. None of them have made the Pro Bowl with the Jets or any other team. The average NFL team has drafted six Pro Bowlers in the second round or later over that span. So the Jets six? maybe just not great at drafting, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough right. look. Yeah. It's a tough look for the New York it's, football Jets. Yeah. Uh, it's it's rough for them. But with that, it is the end of our episode. Thank you all for listening. Yes. Coach Delk, thanks for coming on. It was great having you. Might have to have another for having me, guys. Have the exciting. Whole, yeah. Have the whole Friday Ooh. afternoon club yeah, on here at one point. Just all, have five needed. people on here. Coach I mean, Mo. I mean, what could go wrong? What, Absolutely. Man, with such quotes from Coach Mo as, I wish we had Jay Cutler instead of Mitchell Trubisky. What could oh, go wrong? Was... That, is, <laughs> hey, that is my favorite smoke of Jay. all time. Smoking smoke Jay, Jay is a, is a highlight. Uh, He's a highlight show. That was, that was the best quote is. that we didn't get. That was that so we did We mentioned it though. I made sure to yeah, mention we that. Mentioned that, but we didn't get it on actual. Like, I know pod. Yeah. it was actually so it was bad. sad. That's why Coach Delk is the second one to actually make it to the publishing stage, but the yeah. third one to be on for a podcast. <laughs> but that's it for our episode. So goodbye to all.